Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. (laughs) 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 To some of you, you may think that is your phone ringing. (laughs) But it ain't. It ain't. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) It's a vibrator. (laughs) Welcome to Preach the Peach. I'm Sage. And I'm Alyssa. And we're the co-founders of Peach Pack, an online community that is having pretty radical conversations about womanhood. We're bringing late night sleepover chats from behind closed doors straight to your ears. In our first episode, we spoke to the taboo nature surrounding the female orgasm. So, on this week's episode, we wanted to share with you some useful tips and tricks that have helped us reach orgasm. Whether you're an orgasm expert or someone who has yet to experience one, we hope there is a trick in here that encourages you to go and have a play. We talk vibrators, dry humping, prolonged foreplay. Okay, I don't want to give too many spoilers. And make sure to stay tuned till the end for an ASMR surprise. Let's get into it. Welcome to another week of Preach the Peach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, we're not fluffing around. We're not fluffing around. We're getting straight into it. Straight into it. Our first ever episode was on female masturbation and the taboo nature surrounding it. We know that people with a vagina Mm -hmm. not only struggle to masturbate, but because there is no dialogue and conversation around this topic, Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't do it. Yep. And they don't climax, they don't come, or they do it and they think it has to be a secret when it doesn't need to be. It doesn't. We asked on Instagram to our community, do you masturbate? And the stats came back that it was something like 80% do masturbate. (laughs) Go off. 20% don't masturbate. And this episode, we're focusing on that 20% who largely said that the reason they don't masturbate is because they don't really know how to slash don't know what they have to do to do it. So I think we wanted to make this episode paying homage to that 20%. That 20%. Giving you the tips and tricks so that you can join the fellow 80% of masturbators. Yes. (laughs) And even if you are a part of the 80% crew, maybe we'll give you a tip or trick that you didn't know about. Yeah. And you'll find a new way to please yourself down there. 100%. Spice things up. Spice things up. So how many tips do we have? We only have... I'd say five or six. Great. But I think those five and six are five or six are the most common. And based on what we can speak to, you know, these are things that we have found have worked. Mm. So Mm. let's get into it. Okay. Number one, what is it? Maybe you just require oral sex and lots of stimulation around the clitoris. So for example, maybe you need a lot of foreplay. 
foreplay. This is something that has recently shaken. <laughs> Shooken? Shaken? R- recently <laughs> shaken up my world. Yeah. I'll give you a little anecdote, but I was speaking to another friend. Actually, everyone knows this friend. She was our guest on last week's episode. Oh, Amira. Um, Amira. (laughs) So I was speaking to Amira about sex, specifically sex in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And she asked me if we do foreplay. Mm -hmm. And I was like... Mm, not really like when my partner and I start having sex we usually just kind of get straight into it Mm. and I didn't think much of that because I think when you're in a relationship and time passes people associate foreplay with like the beginning of a relationship you're taking things slow getting to know each other's bodies exactly a bit Mm. more romantic but you know five years down the track when you're in a relationship you're kind of just like let's just have sex yeah and you do it and you get it over and done with. That sounds horrible, but you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just a lot more familiar to you. Yeah. And she reminded me how important foreplay is in ensuring that you're having the mm. most pleasurable experience during sex. It got me thinking, like, why did I stop partaking in foreplay? Apparently, a lot of people with vaginas take much longer. Not apparently, true. Yeah, fact. (laughs) Fact, people with vaginas take a longer time to reach climax than people with penises. And that's why things like the orgasm gap exist within heterosexual relationships. Because for a person with a penis, you... They can start having sex and finish within a few seconds or a few minutes. Whereas for a person with vagina, there needs to be that time period where they're getting excited and they're being stimulated because it takes a lot longer to reach that final climax and orgasm. Definitely. I feel like foreplay like is for me like the best part like I feel like it's very intimate there's a lot you know to unravel a lot to explore so prioritizing that if it's like 20 40 minutes 50 minutes whatever it takes I think the truth is is it is a warm-up and it does get you then you know wet and ready for whatever comes next and I think we really need to remember that so I'm happy you newly discovered that thank you (laughs) and I think it makes sex a lot more exciting yeah what i said previously about getting it over and done with mm. should never be the case yeah you know like you should want to have sex you should want to be in- intimate with your partner and 100%. so making sure you're spending that extra time to focus on foreplay and mm-hmm. like it's not just about the destination it's yeah. about the entire journey and process okay number two number oh, two 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 i need this <laughs> Buy a vibrator. Okay, you need to talk to this one because this is not on brand at all, but I do not have one. <laughs> not on brand. Not on brand. It's really weird. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know. I think this was something that, you know, we spoke about in the first episode, definitely changed the game for my sex life. So run me through the process. So you decide, okay, I'm going to get a vibrator. Yeah. What's the next step? <laughs> so basically I had no fucking clue. I just, for me, it made the most sense go to a sex store. Mm-hmm. So there was one really close to where I lived. I like Googled sex stores near me mm-hmm. um, and it took me to this one on Brunswick Street and I walked in and it was like this old man that was there <laughs> <laughs> and I had never like properly been to a sex store and or at least taken it seriously and right. like, 
needed someone's advice of like what do I need yeah um so I asked him I was like hi um so like what's your most like your most popular vibrator for like your first time Mm, that's a good question which was really I think really good question because really intimidating products in that store so you can kind of get lost in terms of what you should buy um but he directed me to the this little bullet vibrator um which yeah was really small and what didn't look like too like crazy and I think that's what I needed starting out I needed something that was just like really cute and compact simple simple. um so I bought that $70 pretty expensive but best investment and you can get cheaper ones I think which is good to know but I always do say that the bullet the little vibrators um starting out are probably the best ones to go with Mm. because you can always work your way up always get bigger fucking ones and there's now these weird suctiony ones that you can like definitely experiment with but the bullet the best one to start off with go do it go to your local sex store go online do I'm it. taking your advice. The yeah. bullet. <laughs> I'm I'll getting the bullet. You. It's her birthday in October, so <laughs> early birthday present. <laughs> but yeah, and then just allocate the time to just have a play around with it. That was going to be my next question. So mm. you buy the vibrator. And then what? You get home. What do you do? Yeah, I charged mine up. I And this was also, the bullet is, I think, primarily for clitoral, mm. clitoral stimulation. Okay. And then, yeah, you put it on your clit. And the rest is history. And you kind of is like... It, is it a, there a button? Yeah, there's buttons uh. that like different pressures, <laughs> different momentum. Okay. So you just have a play around. Like, you know, maybe you want it really like... <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you want it more like... <laughs> you just need to experiment and see what pace works for you. Yeah. But then, yeah, three hours later, you're good to go. Okay. You know. Tip number three. What is it? explore multimedia right okay so i think a lot of people assume in order to be stimulated i need to go onto pornhub.com not true (laughs) (laughs) porn is not the only way to be sexually stimulated yeah there are films there are movies there are tv shows there are books there is ethical porn different types of porn yeah that people can consume yep if you missed out on the first episode (laughs) I spoke to normal people. Normal people. Sally Rooney's book. That was the first book that I read that I masturbated to. That's mm. also like fan fiction. Mm. I know I grew up and like a friend was obsessed with it and masturbated to it. Yeah. I remember as well Euphoria. Um, oh, no, it's not Euphoria. Is it Sex Education? One of the cartoonists. There's a character who has this really funny story around Harry Styles and One Direction. Oh, I don't know. It's Euphoria. Is it Euphoria? Yeah. yeah. That is what fan fiction is. Right. And that's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Have you used any alternative forms of media besides porn if you have used porn (laughs) (laughs) if you have used porn i one time like years ago googled kim kardashian sex tape more from like an intriguing Mm. like i was very curious Mm. than actually using that to then stimulate me right i spoke about in the first episode watching wwe diva (laughs) really random it just made my vagina tingle um but other than that like I love a good, you know, 
intimate moment in a movie. Like, mm. I think that gets me gets me going. But I also recently had a situation where I was reading my book that I'm reading and there was a really descriptive as well sex scene. Mm. And I was like, oh, cool. Here we go. So I'm <laughs> going to pick up my friend, the baby. The baby. <laughs> but yeah. No. Have you ever used your imagination? It's weird because someone, I think we spoke about this when – I was speaking about using the vibrator. People are like, what do you think about? And I was like, I don't really know. Like, I'm not mm. – I don't really think I use my imagination. I'm not, like, thinking about fantasies. Right. Um, which is, I think – Are you watching something? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe you're just thinking about your clitoris being stimulated. Yeah. I think – yeah, it's, like, getting off on just the stimulation. The feeling. The Whoa. feeling, which is, like, really powerful. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never... Like, growing up, I would have fantasies and imagine things. But you don't necessarily think of those things no. when you're masturbating. Mm-mm. That's very interesting. Yeah. What about you? I use my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Let it run yeah. wild and free. Yep, yep. So, this leads into our fourth point, which is fantasize (laughs) but basically thinking of something hot and saucy Mm. whilst you're being stimulated yeah whether that's during sex or by yourself you can probably speak more to this but you know maybe you're thinking about your hot like actor crush whilst you're having sex with your partner and that's okay (laughs) yeah is it i don't know know. (laughs) maybe or if that's what you need to do yeah i think i think that's actually a big taboo Mm. when you're in a relationship thinking about a celebrity crush Mm. or a character from a book you're reading or something i think that is a lot more common than people let off let off exactly tip number five tip number five is dry humping dry humping (laughs) (laughs) i am actually so surprised this was a tip that we found online yeah and why i'm surprised is because it is something that i partake in (laughs) and i didn't know it was a thing like i thought i was the only one (laughs) the og dry humper (laughs) i didn't actually but i just didn't know anyone else who did it fair so to see that this was a popular tip surprised me yeah i think it's like it reminds me when you're in high school and like you're not having sex yet Mm. but you're grinding on one another and you're you know things are being you know stimulated and then friction with other parts of the body but you're still clothed yeah (laughs) but we should actually explain what dry humping is okay do you want to explain so from my (laughs) understanding i'm not a sex fan but from my understanding Obviously, a common way for people with vaginas to reach climax is through the clitoris being stimulated. That's what we've been discussing in our entire podcast series. (laughs) Um, But basically, when there is friction... it increases the stimulation. Yeah, and that friction could be with like... Your finger or the vibrator that you're using or the penis or someone's vaginas or someone's leg exactly you can literally use pretty much anything (laughs) to cause friction down there and so dry humping Mm. is when there's no insertion no but the two body parts are rubbing against each other yeah is it clothed i don't know like the only reason why i associate it to being like 
semi-clothed is high school. high school. It kind of was like an outlet because I wasn't ready yet to like have sex. expose myself or take mm. off any clothes. But yet I was still being stimulated. Right. And I was, yeah, I had clothing on. So, but maybe, you know, the clothing could be as, as bare as like brown undies. Right. Well, clearly it's very common for people to climax from yeah. dry humping. So... Try it out. If if you haven't figured out what works best for you yet, maybe dry humping will be the solution for you. Yeah. So the final tip is edging. Do you know what edging is? I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Please enlighten me. So I only also recently found out what edging was. And I can say that from experience, I, I gave it a little whirl. Um, it, it's pretty phenomenal so basically what I understand it to mean is you're so close to coming but you don't quite let yourself get to Mm. the full climax so you kind of bring it back a notch so if you're using a vibrator maybe you like take it off for a second right before you're about (sighs) to come put it on a lower setting putting on a lower setting or maybe if you're using your fingers like stopping for a second and then going back into it so you're kind of edging off it edging off the stimulation oh my god like (laughs) i i think it just heightens everything so it it's kind of a I wouldn't it's like say... like a teaser. Yeah, It's exactly. like you're nearly there, but then you're not there. Edge up. And then you're nearly there, <laughs> and then you're not there. Exactly. So I guess it's a good thing to experiment with if you are familiar with what makes you calm and you kind of are looking for something like a bit more exaggerated or you want to spice things up a bit. It's right. kind of like a really good thing about your self-control, like actually... Right. Drawing yourself back and being like, okay. And I think it does really draw things out. Like it makes, like I'm just reading now, it says repeating the process. So I think when you also hear that people can have multiple orgasms, Mm. like that is something that helps that, you know, the whole drawing up in, then out, in, then out. Because I think, yeah, you're prolonging it. Um, Right. So this is kind of a bonus tip, but... Alyssa and I have mentioned that we were both quite late to the party, mm-hmm. to the masturbation <laughs> orgasm party. We didn't get an invite. We didn't get an invite for a really long, <laughs> long time. time. It got lost in the mail. <laughs> Aussie Post, get their shit together. <laughs> yep. But ever since we've started and started speaking about it with each other and with mm-hmm. our friends, it has just revolutionized everything for me personally. Mm. I feel so much more comfortable and confident doing this because I don't think it's abnormal I think by having these conversations it normalizes it yeah and so I don't feel like it's this secret dirty thing that I'm doing behind closed doors yeah and I think the more you talk about it with your friends and with your partner the more confident you're going to feel in wanting to make yourself orgasm and wanting to masturbate and wanting to optimize on your sexual experience with your partners. hundred percent. And I think as well, like whether it be a stress release or something that just brings you a lot of joy, like people are better after they've orgasmed. (laughs) You're glowing, you're happier, you're ready to, you know, Take take on the world. So I think if we can equip people with a few tips, Um, or even just the dialogue around calling your best friend and being like, hey, like, what's worked for you? Yeah. Um, I think that's super cool. Super, super cool. Super cool. Thank 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's do your traitors. <laughs> I'm so cute. Okay. This is an ASMR outro by Sage and Alyssa. We wanted to say thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, send it to a friend. And then they'll hopefully send it to another friend. And then, and then all of our friends will be listening. <laughs> and that would be really good for us. Yeah. <laughs> can follow us on Instagram and continue the conversation at Peachback. Bye for now. Bye for now and see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>